Let's go. Welcome to the pilot episode of the Blakesers show. Joined by Luke Jobes, I am Lance Falatoma. We are Laker fan and a Portland Trailblazer fan here to recap our teams and how they're doing each week of the season. I want to start by saying the Lakers are not doing well, as anyone who watches basketball knows. And we can move on real real quick to the Portland Trailblazers. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the Blazers look good. But at the same time, I think the Lakers get out of that little funk they're in right now. Right? Definitely uh, started the season with a five-game losing streak. Won two games and then another three-game losing streak. So right now we're at two and eight. So I definitely think we finished better than 20%, you know, win percentage on the season. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll have a lot more wins, but it's definitely been a crappy start to the season. How, um, how long have you been a Blazer fan? Like, how, uh, how did you become a Blazer fan? I mean, kind of how – I mean, I've been a Blazer fan my whole life. But the way I look at it is, how would you look at most fans? Are they raised into it, or do you think a lot of people pick pick the team? I think most people are kind of raised, or um, like their family is a certain fan to a team. Like, uh, I grew up in L.A., so a bunch of people were Laker fans. My family, like my dad my mom and dad were older so they didn't really watch basketball um but like my generation of family like my cousins and stuff they were either um mostly laker fans so and also at the time when it was time for me to start like picking a team and like realizing that you you pick one team and just follow that one team and root for that team uh the Lakers were winning championships, so they were like a really easy team to just like, oh yeah, that's my team, the team that does the parade down uh uh in LA every every year. Um and then through the whole, you know, Shaq went away after the Detroit um finals and then just following Kobe through his twenty years of being a Laker. Yep. Yeah, and that's I don't know. I'd put it to this point like I think there's a maturity level of being a fan. Like mm. I think when you're g- growing up like I, Kobe Bryant, you know, rest in peace. I love Kobe now. But growing up, I would say I hated him, dude. Like I as a Blazer fan, I despise that man and I don't I don't I, I promise you if any of my diehard Blazer fans out there would say the same thing. Like, But a maturity level comes to it because when we grow up a little bit, it turns into like appreciation and you start to realize like Kobe's getting old. And then, I don't know, there's a lot of things that, towards the end of his career, especially like he really started turning into like, damn, that's Kobe. And that's how LeBron is for me right now. Like, So I don't know. I'm a diehard Blazer fan, but I do have a big appreciation as I get older, especially for the game. Like, and that's why I'll say like, 
Yep. I think the Lakers are going to be okay. I really do. I think new coach, but I, I don't know. We were talking about it the other day, Lance. Like, they gave up so many young teeth. <laughs> Bro, let's list, read, that, read that list of players that the Lakers could have had instead of signing LeBron and trading for so, and trading people away. What? This is since 2017. Is? We had a lot of high draft picks. Like we, the Lakers picked number two overall for like three straight years. So this was our conversation. When you break it down, Clarkson, Nance Jr., Russell, Hart, Ball, Ingram, Zubak, Kuzma, Thomas Bryant, Julius Randle, Caruso, Caldwell Pope, and then Gary Payton even was a member of the Lakers, which, I mean, he, he bounced Damn. around a lot, but all those other guys are pretty named guys, and, like, they're all young. They're all under what? I think they're all under 28. I'd go to say all those guys. And it's just like you would think all those young, talented players together growing up in a system would turn into a really good basketball team that could compete for championships instead of trading them all away to try to get superstars right now to win championships. Dude. And, you know, People say what they want, but if the Portland Trailblazers won an NBA championship in that NBA bubble, I wouldn't be calling it a bubble ship or Mickey Mouse. <laughs> like, Dame was the best player in that whole bubble, and he won an MVP while he was there. Like, obviously, yeah. it was kind of a fake deal, but he did. And I don't know. The Lakers won a ship. They did what they were trying to do, getting LeBron, getting AD. They did it. Like, that team, they that's what the issue is to me, is and I even said it after I named that list to you is, dude, they've had some damn good veterans too. They've had some really, really sound guys that like that, that year that they got rid of most that team. And I know that's how a lot of the, the league works, but man, that team was really scary. I follow the uh, Bill Simmons uh, fan rules in that if your team has won a championship, you can't really complain for like at least five years unless something really horrendous is happening. Um, so I'm kind of just in chill mode. Like we signed, like we traded for AD a year before he was about to hit free agency. And, you know, we traded away a lot of really good players and we have to try to get other pieces the right win now pieces to win with LeBron while he's still able to play basketball because nobody beating father time and it looks like I mean it feels like he's starting to uh, definitely lose some of his physical ability he's making passes and stuff but like I yeah bro every time I see him take a shot like I feel like it's a just a late shot clock three-point attempt. Like, it doesn't feel like... But also, this is... We're talking about this week. The Lakers have been sick. No, like, uh, like literally. Like, there's a bug. Like, some sort of flu bug going around. Um, and that was probably spread even more uh, from the Halloween party. Uh, Le- so, LeBron was already sick and couldn't go to the Halloween party. But now, 
other players actually are getting sick. I think like uh, LeBron was out, Lonnie Walker was out, somebody else, um, just off of like illness. Uh, so I don't know if it's just him. He was playing through a virus these last couple of days, or but he, like LeBron didn't even play in this last game, and it kind of feels like maybe of the three, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. The three can't really coexist on the floor together. So they'll just give one of them a rest day and let the other two play or something like that. Yeah. Uh, There's got to be, there's, there's got to be a way that they can play. Actually, they can play together. And that's what a coach is for. mm, I just think the only thing that's been really sick with the Lakers other than that is Russell Westbrook coming off the bench. Like, that's been kind of a bright side. I, I feel like it hurts him. But, oh, it, I mean, it's got to hurt him. Either, I think blow it up. Talking now. about emotionally or <laughs> Bro, what are we talking about? Just like, talking about it hurts yeah. his feeling? Yeah, like his ability to stay focused and um, like it's a diss on him and he wants to prove people wrong so he's going to push hard but then sometimes pushing hard is throwing the ball away or you know taking bad shots yeah but I'm without LeBron on the court and Russell Westbrook going he had I guess it's just, like I said my my thing is is I don't know. You gotta trade Russell. You have to trade him. You have to trade him before the deadline, obviously. But but you can't get you can't be thinking you're gonna get into a playoff situation. And and they probably, I mean, the West is deep. The NBA is deep. But at the same time, if they do get in the playoffs, what they're gonna rest the guy every other playoff game? No, you gotta have it figured out where you can coexist on the court by then but I, this yeah. is like how do you you're starting two and eight like you haven't won a road game yet you're getting manhandled in back-to-back games versus the jazz who are supposed to be garbage but no one told them that um it's not fun to watch i got league pass so that i could watch and it's not it feels like a bad investment it hurts my like it hurts to watch sometimes yeah, I mean, it's kind of getting the feels of like, I mean, I think Kobe got hurt that year, but when they had Dwight Howard and Steve Nash, and they got the eight seed. And Are we traded for Steve Nash? Yeah, that was, I'll never forget, that was Damien's first game, I think. Ooh. Bro, I saw the, uh, was it, uh, was it Dame's anniversary recently? Was it? I think his wife posted like their throwback pics or something like that. Oh, like, since high school. His, I think so, yeah. I thought you meant in the NBA. Yeah, since like their high school pics. Bro, that's young. Crazy. He looked like a like baby. That it's just crazy. Like the the Damian Lillard rookie photo, you know when they do the what has he gotten in eight years? And they were like, Oh, he grew a beard. 
the baby photo in that and the rookie one, it's even more in the high school one. It's crazy. He's he's changed a lot. His face. He looks. He looked like a baby. I'd have to go look at those ones though. That's crazy. And, and that now, have you seen that video of uh, Damian Lillard posting up from like half court in high school? Mm. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen in a little tiny high school gym. And he just pulls it up from fucking half court and boom, just goosebumps because you're like, holy shit. He's been doing that shit since he was fucking 15. He's been doing it. It's been daytime. Like, nobody knew who he was. Some guy had that video. Like, I'll have to find it and show you, but it's pretty cool. The the Blazers last week, how have you guys been doing? I think he's solid. I mean, let's think about the last week. Huge win the other night. Um, buzzer beater, take it. It was fucking awesome. I mean, the Heat were that? Josh Hart, assisted by former Dan Laker. <laughs> oh, yeah, former Laker down there. But, man, it was sick. He drove the court, had five seconds. The whole game was crazy. Miami was killing us. And then, bam, just they're gritty this year, dude. They have a different vibe. It just feels different. It feels like what it was supposed to feel like last year when they got Chauncey, right? And they had they had Powell and they had Covington and CJ and Dame and Nurk. Like that team was supposed to be really fucking good, and they just got a little injuries at the beginning. And I feel that Chauncey kind of just jumped the gun and they got rid of everybody, which kind of worked out because Shaden Sharp is really fucking good and. Is that the uh, biggest difference or biggest change right now? Is is the coaching or is Shade and Sharp? Do you think it's Shade I wouldn't and Sharp say or... no. I mean, he's definitely a huge, 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 huge difference maker. But you look at like there was there was one game I don't remember which one it was because I can't believe how time's flying, dude. Like, can you believe we're already ten games into the season and football season? Time's flying, dude. <laughs> Slow down. Wow. Anyway, uh, yeah. Shaden Sharp is really good. He's going to be the surprise of the draft. He already is for most people. Like, it's pretty cool. And he reminds me of Brandon Roy a lot. If a lot of people remember him, he was he's the reason I love basketball. And he's the reason you and me are sitting here today is Brandon Roy. B. Roy. Yo, shout out B-Roy. What is he doing, coaching basketball up in Washington right now? He was. I don't know if he still is, but I've seen some videos I follow him on Instagram. It's him and his wife's page. It seems like they're doing good. It seems like Bro, they're just raising their kids. Let's roll up on Brandon Roy's next game. Well, not his next game, but maybe one of them. Dude, I hope his next game is him floating down out of the stands, and they're like <laughs> – and Brandon Roy checks into the game. What? 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 He's 39. <laughs> what? what is it about Brandon Roy? Would you say Brandon was, Roy is your favorite basketball player? Easily. And it, for Damian Lillard is obviously my favorite, but like if I had to put the two in like Tanner, like, you know, you know, Tanner, cousin Tanner, mm-hmm. he, anyways. Back up, Odie. Get up out of here, doggy. Sorry, my dog's jumping in here. Um, 
He's, I'm pretty sure. I mean, he's pretty, if he hears this, he's going to get all butthurt, but you got to look at it. Like, I think he said he picked Damian Lillard over Brandon Roy, which a lot of people would say that. But you got to look at the foundation, bro. Like, and I bet you people older than me would say, no, dude, like, what? Clyde Drexler or like Terry Porter or those guys back then. Or there's lots of guys, but I don't know. I feel that Brandon Roy just, if he was, he got cut short, dude. It's like Tracy McGrady for most people, or who's another perfect example, like how Penny Hardaway would have been if he didn't get hurt. Didn't he get hurt too? Wasn't yeah. he supposed to be the next? I don't know, but that's where I'm at. Brandon Roy would have shit. Someone to challenge the Lakers. Yeah, Brandon Roy is the best ever. Yeah, when's Anyways. the last? Have you ever met Brandy Roy? No, but I got. I went to a couple of his games. That was enough for me. Nice. Watching him play against the Dallas Mavericks in the playoffs when he was hurt all year, and man, man, <laughs> he's a shit. Nice. Love what you, is the, How does how does the team? The team feel you saying it's like a, a different vibe, a a grittier vibe. I feel like grit is being used a lot this year in different sports. What what would you you said it's like a, t- you, a tougher Blazers team? They're playing like when when they hired Chauncey Billups, and I will I'll admit it. I was I was on the fire Terry Stotts train at the end there. Like love the guy. Same with like CJ. Love the guy. Got to get rid of him. But I don't that know. Was, man. That was I feel a like tough Chaun- trade for you, right? Letting go of CJ. That wasn't like just like a. Yeah, yeah we got to do it. Still hard for me. Still hanging up in my closet in there. I don't know if I should wear it or not. It'd be kind of weird. You gotta but, wear it. He's been. You know, he, I, I feel that, like he's was such a blazer for such a long time that he's like. There's no bad blood, definitely, for wearing the CJ McCollum jersey, right? Would yeah, there? yes and no. Like the he didn't decide to get traded. You want to know? Or did ask? You no, know, he he had a lot of say in it. He had a lot of say oh. in it when it came time. When it came time to be traded, he had he had a lot of options. He had a lot of say where he wanted to go. He's literally said that, and he picked New Orleans. And the craziest part about that trade is the way it broke down. Is we, we got what we got out of it. We basically only got Josh Hart and. We ended up trading everything else. Like we ended up in a weird way. We traded a pick that they gave us for Jeremy Grant, but we got Josh Hart essentially, right? That's all we got. Yeah. Which I'll go into that later because I like Josh Hart. He's awesome. He's got <laughs> grit, Lance. He's gritty. <laughs> He's got it. He's got it. He's got uh, what you need. I'm not going to go into that, but yeah, I don't know, man. <clears throat> Josh Hart was on the Lakers when Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma were starting. It was Kyle Kuzma. I thought Kuzma. he was ass. Bro. I thought Josh Hart was so ass back then, and I thought he was terrible on the Pelicans <laughs> until last year. He started to kind of blossom a little bit, mm. and me and Clay and Abby, we went to a game. It's kind of random. Clay kind of just joined in, and we all went. It was actually me and Clay's idea, and then I kind of, I kind of fucked up. It turned it into a date night. Into, anyway, sorry, Abby, sorry, Clay, but it was a lot of fun. We all had a blast. 
Anyways, Clay and me saw that game, and man, he dropped like almost 40 points. His his opener in Portland, and it was the coolest thing ever. He's he's got it. He's gritty. He the reason I like him better than CJ McCollum though, and I didn't really realize it, and we couldn't realize it because Dame was out last year. But my uh, computer battery was tripping. No, you're good. Are we good? Yeah. Good to talk. Yes, Josh Hart is great. I'm glad that he's now on the Blazers and getting uh, getting time. I, I keep going back though to that list of young players that uh, the Lakers traded away for essentially that uh, 2020 uh, championship and at Disney. Um, what is a what is your feeling right now on this team? Like, sky's the limit. Like, we got to be first place in the West by midseason. What are your What are you feeling right now? Well, CJ and Josh Hart. The only difference there is you got a guy who's going to rebound. He's going to play defense. He's going to do all the little things. Dive on balls. I never saw CJ really doing that. I did, but like mm. being it'd be hit or miss, right? He'd show up sometimes. We got He doesn't care. He's a role player. We got our star. It's Dame. Nurk's starting to develop, which he's 27, 28 range, and he's starting to look good. Like, he had a major, major leg injury. and Before that, he was pretty solid. So, you look into it, Grant's good. Yes, the sky is the limit, and if, especially if they – they could find a way to make another move, like, and somehow get another solid piece. But get, the, you got to look, Lance. Gary Payton hasn't even played. Oh. And he's a key piece. So you're saying that when he comes back, he's going to make it even better, or that you guys should trade Gary Payton? Well, I think you got to wait a certain amount of time. But, I mean, the options there to trade one of these guys and a pick maybe to create somebody else, but that's just conspiracy. Saying, wait, who would you be targeting in a trade right now to put this uh, Blazers team over the top? To be honest, no one. Right now, nobody. They're they're great right now. I I'm always saying Gary Payton is going to make it better because he's. He's he's gonna fit in perfect to the team. Like when I say when I'm joking about like the grittiness, like I'm they're good, dude. Like they they're scrappy in terms of they were down like twenty points against Miami and they come back, shot, boom. Every game that this year's kind of been that way, and I'm just waiting for them to blow a team out because they haven't even got there yet. They're, they still a lot of chemistry that needs to be built. So they they started off hot, but they need to keep it up, and there's a lot of things that they can still do. Two and two without Dame. Why? Uh, why was Dame out? It was his like calf or something. It was like it was pretty minor, but he could. He said he would have played if it was the playoffs, but he sat out early. Sat out. Yeah. 
taking it easy. I, it's hard watching Anthony Davis play because I don't want him to get hurt, and he's falling sideways a lot. Um, every time he hits the ground, it's like there goes our season. There's like you got to hold your breath and hope he pops back up. But sometimes you, I guess, super tall people fall down. And it hurts a lot more. I, he, dude, injuries. Dude. He's he's tough. He's tough to. Uh, I don't know. He's tough to listen. Listen. Uh, listen to complaining to the refs all the time and fall down a lot because he's so damn good, dude. And if he just, I don't know. It's hard being that big and lengthy and falling to the ground that much. Hey, bro, when Nurt walked away from that uh, three, that corner three, it was like AD got a wide open corner three look. And this month, this fool Nurt turns around and just starts getting ready for the rebound, and it goes off the side of the backboard. Yeah. Do you do you think that was like, oh, he's not gonna make it, or oh, I can't close out. Let me just get the rebound if that happens. I I don't. I think he he'll he'll probably tell you that he meant to do it, but I personally don't think he did. I think he was going up and it like he was he got he was he wasn't there, dude. Nurk wasn't he was way there. Out of position. He was so far out of position, and then it turned into uh, <laughs> wave it off like he's going to miss anyway, and he ended up shanking it. Like, what if he squishes that nerd? Go chase him down. Like, that's where I'm at with that. But at the same time, I bet Billups thinks the same thing. I should probably be coaching them too. <sighs> Bro, have you ever coached <laughs> basketball? Um. Yeah, actually, I coached one year of – well, not even the whole year. I coached like a little bit of yes, one year of one A basketball, and we were terrible. Sorry if you guys are listening. Somehow, <laughs> how was the coaching experience? Like, what was it? What awesome. you have to it do? Was, I was the assistant. I was supposed to be the JV coach, but they ended up not having really any enough players, and so I was just the assistant. But it was fun. Like. Practices were fun. I did it with Zach on. It was really fun. And yeah, they just wanna, didn't I have. I wanted good... to coach. Oh, you will someday. It's so fun. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited for my boys to definitely start getting into. Bro, that. are your kids gonna be on like the same football team or the same basketball team, same baseball team? Yeah, well, the twins, right? But then you, what do you have? Two. You could find a way to fit Cam in there because you have like little under two and a half. Which, which, what, what? April. Yeah. Yeah, the two year old, and then you had twins. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's a uh, yeah, that's crazy. I can't wait. Oh, yeah, we're gonna have twins next. I, I know it. It's gonna happen. I'm ready. Um, all right, let's talk about what. What the, what's coming up? What's coming up this week for for our teams? 
as far as who we're playing? Yeah. Oh, bro, we got it popping. We got our Blazers out here. We got the Hornets tomorrow. And then New Orleans. Oh, baby. Mm. That's a big one. In New Orleans against CJ. Dame against CJ for the first time. It should be on national TV. Mm. Of course it's fucking not. (laughs) Oh, road trip. So the Blazers are at Charlotte, at New Orleans, at Dallas. Break those down. Are you uh how do you feel about this road trip? Charlotte. Three and zero. W. Going uh, up against New Luke Orleans. on Saturday. New Orleans is gonna be a fat fucking W, baby. Nice. Uh Luca's gonna be an L. They're gonna lose that game. Is Lamelo playing? Um, I don't think so, but yeah. All right, time. so the the next week for the Blazers at Charlotte W at New Orleans W at Dallas might be an L. It will be, and that'd be that'd be fine. Luke has been man. playing insane, bro. <laughs> bro, there's one of my friends uh, is a Mavs fan, and Luca is just the meme content that he's able to post on Facebook from Luca is just and the stats. It's crazy. He's uh, he said he'd be down to talk some Mavs and to preach the Luca gospel. Uh, whenever we could have him on, oh, I love it. Um, love it. And then Tuesday, November fifteenth, you guys are back home uh, versus San Antonio, who have cooled off from a hot start. Uh, for the they're gonna Lakers, cool off for sure. The um. The Spurs. <laughs> Let's see. For the Lakers, uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, at the Clippers. Uh, I don't. I heard Kawhi's not playing. Hopefully, that's a win. Um, and then home games versus Sacramento and the Nets. Jesus. I don't know how to not predict going? these as... I don't feel good, right? You know, starting two and eight, but, and I'm, you know, at at this early point of the season, and I will admit to like being the typical Laker fan who hasn't tuned in from the jump of the season. Like I ignore the first month of the NBA season usually because I'm still super wrapped up in the NFL. Um, And recently also the Lakers have been like in the recent years, the Lakers haven't been anything to write home about, especially in the beginning of the season when they're just resetting, it feels like the roster every season. And there's, there's not enough continuity outside of these top heavy stars that are becoming more and more likely to miss time, whether due to injury or to rest. Uh, and it feels like the roster currently as constructed for the Lakers is not a championship one. Uh, and might not be a playoff one, but it's it's hard to think. Obviously, at max capacity, if LeBron and Anthony Davis, uh, Russell Westbrook are doing crazy things where they're able to put up thirty point twenty five points each, you know that's great. But that's just not 
is not the big three of James Davis and Westbrook from, you know, 2012. It's yeah. the these guys from in 2022. And Anthony Davis should still be good enough to build a team around. And if LeBron James was like a, you know, role player, you know, just a point Dude. guard, point guard wow. that's not taking 10 three-point shots a game, that are missing a lot. LeBron, the point guard that doesn't shoot much, is fine with me. But then that just means sending Westbrook on the on the dives. I don't know how to rate these these defenses like the Clippers, the Kings, the Nets. I'm gonna say two and one, but I don't think that loss is necessarily against Brooklyn. I'm gonna need hey, I'm gonna need you to tell me who you're winning and losing against. Damn. Yep. I'll tell you who I think. I'm gonna go W. Against Charlotte. W against New Orleans. And L against Okay, yeah, for Port for Portland. I was gonna say for the Lakers. Oh, gotcha. You gotta go. W versus the Clippers. Is it in in LA or is it in LA? Yeah. It's it's in LA. But it's Clippers colors on the court. Yeah. That's gonna be a big fat W. I'm gonna go Lakers win. And then I'm gonna go they play the Kings next? Yeah. They're gonna win again. Brooklyn's gonna come and they're gonna lose to Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm staring at it, just thinking we somehow it's gonna be weird though. It's gonna be like win to the win versus the Clippers in L.A., lose to the visiting Kings, and then somehow beat the Nets the next Sunday. Like I was kind of leaning that way. I kind of like that. Yeah, I'll go. We need to, yeah, beat the beat the Kings. But I think we beat the Clippers somehow. Fumble versus the Kings, and then rally versus the Nets. Shock the world. Maybe Russell Westbrook does something stupendous, like totally awesome. He, I saw him hit back to back swish three pointers on on back to back possessions. Just walked up and hit him. Like that's nice, right? That's not something that you can depend on, obviously. He didn't hit another three until the next half, but it was nice to see. <laughs> I, but, you know, with as much driving as you want LeBron and Russell to do, you want shooters around them, right? And we don't have shooters like that. Yeah. So we Maybe need to get shooters. shooters around them. Bad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that happens. Do you trade? Like, who's going to take Russ's big-ass contract? Do you really want to trade Anthony Davis? And I don't think you can trade LeBron contractually. Like, I don't think he, he'll allow it. Um, yeah. I don't see how that would It's kind of stuck. It feels stuck. I, 
I could see it, but at the same time, there's a lot of people that would like. Obviously, the media is easy to just sit here and portray over like what they say, and but man, Russell Westbrook's good. Russell Westbrook averaged a triple double. Like he's just not meshing well with hmm. these people, and he is getting old. Like, yeah, True. he doesn't have the greatest shot, but Russell Westbrook averaged know. a triple double in back-to-back seasons. He's a great player, right? And everybody was, was that just was that just because there was nobody else on OKC, and they were just like, "Fuck it, go." Dude, seriously, and I'm, I, I just more I put it in my brain. People will say like it's not that big of a deal. Like, oh, anybody, any NBA player could go out there and do that. It's like, no, they couldn't. Mm. No, they, no, they could not. I'm a hooper, dude, and I don't. I would never. I like even if I was that tall, I wouldn't get that many rebounds. It's insane, and he's a point guard. Yeah. Is is he a rebounding point guard? That slashes. Oh, well, but you're saying I mean, even even if it like any other player given that amount of usage, not necessarily any everybody would be able to average a triple double. So even though he was given a lot of opportunities and looks and time with the ball in his hand, he still has the ta- he still had the talent to make those numbers happen. But they never like won, right? Like, I mean, I, what it look from the outside looking in, how would you use the current Lakers players, uh, to like uh, become a great offensive system? Like, how does that work? Their their team's so weird right now. Like, I don't know, like. I couldn't answer that for you. I feel that Anthony Davis has to be the reason that that team's good. And I agree with you. When he goes down, it, it's scary. But at the same time, like, can't – why can't the three of them coexist? Because Russell needs the ball to be effective and LeBron needs the ball. I think it's just yeah, Russell and LeBron, right? If you're if you really, really, really want to win, right? Like if that's really what you care about is winning, then just figure it out if you're that good. Who gets so yeah, so which one of them is getting less touches? LeBron or Russ? And At then, this point in his career, it's it should obviously be LeBron. I know he's uh, LeBron James, LeBron James like he's I get it. He's LeBron. But no, like, Russell Westbrook, he's got to – I don't know. He's younger. He's got to be the guy that's doing that. And LeBron can easily play off of him and be the – still probably be the best player on the team, even with Russell getting most of the load. It makes LeBron look a million times better. So LeBron needs to give up touches and just be more efficient in what he does get. Which he could yeah. be. Right? If he keeps trying to go that as hard as he is, that he's going to get hurt like every other person does around his age. I'm sorry. It's just the truth. 
and it's going to happen. So to answer your, that exact question, like, like, yeah, I would do that. I would put Russell Westbrook in the hands of the ball and I would give LeBron less shots. And Anthony Davis, like, it's crazy to me. Look at LeBron, Chris Wade, or Chris Bosh and, and Wade, like, they struggled at first, but they figured it out. So, so just more time. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I don't well, mean nah, to keep talking about the Lakers, together? but they're so. It feels like an easy. They've been fix, hurt a lot. Like just figure it out. Those yeah, three true. guys on the same team, other than Westbrook, I think, been hurt a lot. Yeah, and more rest days, I guess, with advanced yeah. age for LeBron. And AD is, yeah, it's, it looks like he's injury prone sometimes, especially when he's injured. Ugh. <laughs> but yeah, though, so I, I also agree that either you trade one of the pieces, I don't know which one or how, but, um, or somebody just gets less touches and the other person uses the ball to run the offense so that it's you're getting better looks because it just feels it feels clogged or ISOE like just one person's going to dribble around and then try to look for a hole uh, yeah and that's why we're 2 and 8 right now <clears throat> Not good. I'm, I'll be honest, man. It doesn't feel like it's going to get solved yet. I don't feel like it's going to get solved anytime soon. I, I do. hope it does. I hope it does. And I think we're going to win two out of three games this week. But it would not surprise me if we continue to struggle continuing to use the same recipe that has led to these negative results. Hey, we got it recorded. I was going to say you should probably write that down. But at the same time, we are both going two and three, and I think we're both going to be right. I like it. Um, yeah, go Lakers, go Blazers. Anything else? Yeah. What else do you want to talk about? How long has it been? Oh, uh, 45, an hour? For 50 minutes? What are you thinking? Okay, last 10 minutes. Let's make it like an even hour, if it is an hour. I don't know. Um, did you watch the Jake Paul fight? Yes. Anderson Silva? Every round. Break it down. Was fucking a heavyweight. You had... It's hard to judge his fights, dude, because he is a legit. He is a good fighter. Like I've watched a couple of his fights, and I don't know much about it. I'm, granted, I don't know much about boxing, but he has made me interested. Mm. I will say that. And he fights, but the second thing is he fights people that are just old. And I know he's tried to fight other people, and people have backed out that are his age, or real fighters, or whatever, whatnot. It's weird to me that he, like, like, Anderson Silva is almost 50, though. Yeah. Jake Paul's, what, 25? 
Or younger, yeah. That's insanity. Like, anyways, the fight was crazy. They were going at it. I'd say Silva had the advantage the first two rounds. Was, was he, he like taunting. circling a pick? Oh, nice taunting him. Yeah, that's what I understood. He was taunting, doing like, I think it's like the Ali, like kicking his legs up, and like it was crazy. And then something happened. Jake Paul just kicks in, starts, keeps hitting them, keeps hitting them. Bam, bam, bam. They marked it down to eight rounds instead of I think it's usually what? How many rounds does boxing normally go? Twelve. I think it's twelve. 10 or 12. Is it 10? Yeah. Sometimes it's 10. I've seen it differently. Like in uh, Fight Night, you start out doing like six round fights and then it goes like the bigger the fight, the longer it is, the more rounds. Yeah. Maybe it just depends. But dude, it was it was cool and I'd say I, I think it was the third round that Silva got Jake pretty good in the face. Jake does this thing where he like sticks his tongue out and like starts shaking his head around like it, like he liked it, you know. Like when he, mm. he got popped in the fucking face. Do you think? Did and he dude, look surprised at how much power or uh, how hard Paul was hitting? Yeah, I think. <laughs> I think at that moment it turned into like shit. Like we're fighting, dude. I'm not gonna knock you out. Like so, they were going at it and turned into an eight round fight with the distance, and then. I've noticed in fighting matches, like, most of the time in the last, you know, 20 seconds, they really start to go out of their 10 seconds. Yeah. And, dude, they went at it. Like, and, bam, Jake got him, knocked him down. That was that. And made a million dollars. A million That's and all a half. he made? Jake Paul? I, I think Jake Paul made 1.5 for the fight, for, like, fighting in it. I don't know if he has, like, the promotional where he gets paid for the pay-per-views or anything, but I think he got paid $1.5 to fight 50-year-old Anderson Silva. What I'm saying, this is a great business model, right? Like, real fighter or not, to drum up, to be able to drum up this many eyes where you're getting paid millions of dollars to fight people so like he didn't have to sign like a super boxing river i think he got paid half a million for losing that's cool i think he was gonna get paid half a million even if he won like it was for it was what you know people are coming to watch jake paul fight not necessarily anderson silver yeah yeah but that was cool but not a lot else happened last week, dude. Like, I mean, I watched my kids alone for the first time. All by nice. myself. That was pretty scary. What was that? Uh, yo, that is, that is uh, scary. Oh, damn. Okay, he got paid $1.5 million for the fight, and then including the pay-per-view shares, totaled up to $5 million for Jake Paul. Just a light seven million, just to put in the savings. Jeez, Louise. Yeah, that's really good. Fucking business plan. Um, yeah, dad of the week. You, watching all the boys by yourself. What happened? Thanks, How did man. that happen? What? How'd it go? 
Well, Abby went back to work, so I went to work, and right when I got home from work, I was watching the kids until like 10 o'clock. No, she got home early, so it was like 9 o'clock. What time were Wait, what? <laughs> I but watched like... the kids from like, I worked until, what was it, 3.30 I got home. She left, she had to work at 4. <laughs> so right when I got home, she was kind of getting ready to leave. And then oh, basically 4 o'clock until 9 o'clock. So it wasn't that long. Did anything go crazy? Any diapers need to be changed all at the same time? Or? Yeah, but if that happens, you know, you just kind of, sorry, kid, you got to wait. <laughs> I don't have four hands. Uh, you're next. You're next. I'm getting to you next. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. One, 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 you know, one shift at a time. Each time it gets better, hopefully. Nice. Hey. It wasn't hard. Each time it gets better. Yeah, we're gonna have the we're gonna have uh, like dad quotes at the end of every show. We should have <laughs> our, our weekly dad. Yeah. You have a well, two year old, and how how old are the twins? Months. Three months. Three months. Congrats. I have a almost eight month old. It is a tiring time. She's like keeps growing in teeth like every freaking month, and it hurts her. And that's she sleeping she better. Up. She's sleeping. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, she's been sleeping better, but she she was going through uh that regression where it was like every like every hour or two she would wake up screaming and it was crazy um would, yeah just like it would have to pick her up console her uh try to get her like some numbing gel or like some cold like chewy stuff to help out but she's got her little fingers in her mouth like what is happening there's an alien growing out of the side of my jaw what the shit <laughs> it's just like mad and like looking up she's got the fattest tears but she's like, she's like looking up, like, why is this happening? And I'm like, you need those to chew. So it's just like, I know you're not going to remember this. This really sucks. It's going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to get through this. But it's like, it's definitely tough seeing the baby cry and not being able to really do anything immediately to soothe that. That, that sucks. But I'm glad she won't really remember. It's the worst thing. Like, do you guys freeze anything? Like, have the little freezer pops? Yeah, we have the uh, old. Um, it's like a chewy toy, but it's like silicone, I think, yeah. and it freezes cold. Uh, yeah. A couple of different variations of those. Um, but yeah, when uh, definitely when her teething is waking her up and hurting her, that, those are pretty clutch. I don't know. Uh, you have any other uh, teething tips? No, that's the one my mom always said too. So that one works really good. It was there's another one, a washcloth. That's what it was. Oh, yep, just a cold washcloth. Or a, I thought it was a frozen one at first. Is it just cold? Frozen. 
Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> and then, you know, then it kind of over time, it worked really good. With the camp too. Yeah, his were his were bad, but you know, can't be worse than not. You're, you know, man. <laughs> Sleeping is rough right now. <laughs> so glad I'm past teething. Yeah. That's all I got. Good stuff. I feel like that was a an easy hour. I mean, it was tough talking about the Lakers and trying to figure out how to fix them, but yeah. Anything else on the Blazers? Um man. I thought. I mean, I, I thought they were going to be good this year, but I didn't think they'd be this good. I will say that. I didn't think the Utah fucking Jazz would be this good either, though, so I'm not going to look into the Blazers being good. It's too much right now until the Jazz start losing some fucking games. That's how I feel right now. And I don't – it doesn't matter. Until we play some other teams, too. Like, we played Miami twice. We played mm-hmm. Phoenix twice. Come on. Give me some of that out. So far, you guys have uh, one and one versus Miami, one and one versus Phoenix. Why'd you pl- play back to back games at Phoenix? Like the night after? Isn't that what is, so whack? What is that about? It's a new thing they're trying out so they don't home back to back travel a bunch against the same team. That's what I was trying to like. That. Makes no sense, but it does in terms of the traveling. It does. Oh, okay, travel. Yeah. If they're gonna play them three times throughout the year, yeah, might as well stay over with. But well, it's like I'll, twice in a row. Why they can they just stay for the weekend? And it looks like this happens a couple like more Friday, times Sunday. throughout the season. Um, I hate it. Well, it, it's gonna work out for you guys twice. Really? I love it. Yeah. Play, I don't know, December, December 10th it and 12th. It watching it on TV twice. Yeah, the same. Well, maybe it's like kind of like a, well, let's see how they can do against the same team again. You guys get Minnesota at uh, the Moda Center on December 10th and 12th. And then you guys go, El- and then you host the Mavericks on January 14th and 15th. Uh, and then you are Lakers. Uh, Lakers on February thirteenth at the Moda Center. Host the Kings back to back. Man, this happens a lot actually. So I guess they are trying to cut down big on, uh, on travel. Nice. They are. They're calling it like a baseball format. Gotcha. Well, let's see if it works. It's it might be irritating to us, but if it's gonna help the players either rest more or be better on the court, then I'm sure we'll enjoy that more. And dude, have you ever seen like like on the United States map? They'll have like trailblazers, and then it will show how far they traveled. Mm, yeah, and then it will be like this many miles. It's probably gonna cut down on that shit time. Hopefully, I mean, if that if that is the 
idea, then this seems to be a way to cut down on some of the travel. Especially the teams that are tucked away in the corners, like your LA teams, your Portland team. You got to fly all the freaking way across. You got to go to Brooklyn? 2,500 miles. That's for one game. It's not like some of these teams that are in the middle that can only go half a country or have better, you know, road trip swings, I guess. Nice. I'm glad we discovered that. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Interested to see the data and see if it actually does help with injuries and keeping players on the court. Yeah. Good stuff. We're going to close this one here and try to be recording. What do you think? Mon- can you do Mondays or Tuesdays and then put this out on Wednesday? Wednesdays? Oh. What do you think? Um. Yeah, I can do. Uh, yeah, I should always have Tuesdays. Nice. I think of the earlier in the week, if we're going to do like a weekly uh, preview and uh, recap, I guess, of the last week and then preview of the next week, we can put it out early or I guess record. Uh, we'll talk about it offline. Nice. Bro. Episode one in the books. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. Nice. I'm glad. I'm glad we're doing this. Also, I will be more basketball informed now that I'm watching more basketball. And then we're gonna even we're gonna talk more about the Lakers and the Blazers, and find a better name for the show. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. We don't have to post this one, but we can figure it out. And like, well, we have more of like a. Oh no! I kind of wanted to be like more of a structure, you know, like in terms of like I like the loose end of it, mm-hmm. but I feel like I got me personally like I want to not get it off track. Gotcha. Like I felt like yeah, we were doing a really good job until we said Brand Roy, and then it just went downhill, <laughs> and I started talking about random shit. <laughs> I felt like Clay. May- dang. Yeah, but that Clay is Clay. also. Something when I anytime that's my shit is or not like my shit, but something that happens a lot is I'll pop in with a question, like a follow up question real quick, and then we'll sidebar and we'll sidetrack and then we'll tangent and then we're like on the other side of the conversation to talk about something else. <laughs> my bad. But yeah, we'll figure We'll we'll dial in the we'll dial in the settings. Which I mean that that's that's what those sort of things are fine. Mm-hmm. Like I just feel like I want I don't know. Then bam, it's like uh, they fit so much into those te- those podcasts or TV shows and yeah, they do a they good do job it? of doing it like we're doing, still threading it. Yeah, but they still somehow stay on track. I don't know how to do that because when we talk sports, we fucking talk about anything and we just jump all over the place. I mean, 
Yeah, we'd have to have like a maybe like a shared document that we're kind of hitting. That's that's another way that people do like Zoom pods. Is like everyone's looking at the kind of as it goes the talking points. Well, it's like Jalen. I always think of them. Or like I like impulsive one is one of my favorite podcasts easily but like logan paul is obviously the you know he's obviously the host you're obviously the host and jalen and jacoby i'd go as far to say you know jacoby's obviously the host yeah but they the people in the show carry their weight so much that you don't know that they're the host Unless you want to know, like, it's obvious, it's obvious, like, but at the same time, like, the show's so good that you're like, if he was gone today, like, fuck, they'd be all right, or, you know, if something was going on, like, we can make it happen. That's how I want us to be, because they, all those shows do a good job of that, and I feel like we can do it. I, yeah, I think we could totally do it. We just gotta kind of figure out where our recording and presenting styles are and i think also having more information and more reps uh and more tries of doing the stuff and going through it and actually like feeling out these episodes and how we're talking about our teams it's just going to continue to improve and we're going to build even uh like uh even a better communication and talking about stuff Mm -hmm. for sure yeah, so it's gonna get better than this. I'm, I'm I want to post this. I want to hear it. Like, what do you mean by that? Like, on SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. What if somebody yeah. hears it and they're like, "Yo, if you hear this, wait," and and has a problem with it? Well. What am I worried about? Fuck you, Clay. I'm not worried about shit. Post that. <laughs> I love you, Clay. And I think uh, Clay would be great to have on. I just did say something about him rambling a little bit. So, if you it. have, if you listen to this episode and have any sort of qualms or notes uh, or like just general problems, go ahead and email us at ballinesian at gmail.com. I'd love to read about it. Uh, let us know what you think. That'd be great. Uh, it's not going to change how we do things, but it'll be fun to read. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or any other uh, topics or connections of the Blazers and the Lakers. Yeah. Ballinesian at gmail.com. Boom. What should our outro line be? Fuck you, Clay. I'm just kidding, Clay. I love you. I think it should be like... Well, can you give me some examples? Of like an outro line? Yeah. Hmm. On the Volunesian podcast, I use... Stay hydrated, stay ballin', love and light, peace. Nice. We don't I have to have. Do we could I don't just say drink bye. enough water. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
What is hydrated? <laughs> what does hydrated mean? Yeah, drink what more water. What does it mean? Don't does it, be, does it get mean? away from dehydrated. It means Wait. water, though. When they make soda pop, mm-hmm. they put some water in there. There is there is water in soda. This is true. That's why I'm all right still. Because <laughs> you you drink your daily amount of required soda. Yeah. Also in soda. How much aside, water is in here? Aside from water in soda, what else is in there? Is there an ingredients tab on that Pepsi can? Oh yeah, there's a lot of shit. What is it? Try, <laughs> what else is in the water? What else is in the water in that Pepsi can? It's good though. It does taste great. I prefer Pepsi over. So it's Coke carbonated Coke. water, huh? Carbonated water, sure. There's some bubbles in the carbonated water. Carbonated water. Still water. Everything's water if you really think about yeah. it. What else is in there? Are there any dehydrating things in I'm there? I'm not gonna tell you. I mean, you can Google it yourself, but I drink a lot of these. Do your own soda research. Yo, yeah. uh, You want to know how many grams of sugar? Gas. Oh, damn. There's an ingredient. There's a nutrition fact stamp. 26. Wait, why didn't it? Wait, what'd you say? 26 grams of sugar. And you'd say that's like, damn, that's a lot of sugar. I don't know. I guess, yeah. In a 12-ounce cup? A gram? Like a little nuggy? Like a cube? 12 of those in every 12 ounces of fluid? That's a lot of fucking sugar, bro. I haven't... I have have read these before, and every time I sit here and I'm like, there's the really what? 41 <laughs> fucking grams of sugar in one of these. 41? Mm-hmm. Ah. That's uh, it's more than half of what I thought. You're damn that, right. I mean, that's 83% of the drink. <laughs> You're young. You're still I'm moving not. a lot. You're moving around. You're uh, burning it all off. You got a great metabolism. Your metabolism will probably last another five years before it slows down. So, yeah. Pepsi all you want. Again, Pepsi over Coca-Cola. What does that mean? So in five years, like, if I drink a Pepsi, am I going to blow up? No, no, no. In five years, the Pepsi will start to slowly layer onto your stomach. And it'll be like a little bit of sugar turning into fat. And you'll you'll get like a a gut. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get fat. Yeah, you'll get fat. Okay. That's, well, but I mean, you know, put some weight on. What if on, I prove the haters wrong? And I, I mean, drinking Pepsi my whole life, and I just work out harder than anybody's ever known. Oh, At boom, my workout, bro. I'm drinking Pepsi. If you're working out, you can do the Chad Johnson, Chad Ochocinco shit, where he was like, bro, McDonald's is my shit on the daily. But I'm working out so much that it's all good. Yeah, so he's still like, if you're doing the physical part, then you don't have to worry so much about the 
diet. I mean, I think people are screaming right now listening to this like, the diet is the most important part. And I'd agree now, you know, but I think when you're like, what would you say your weight is right now? The highest I've ever been. And you're still not fat. I'm pretty big, bro. Uh, yeah. But okay, so maybe your metabolism's slowing down now. You just gotta keep it cranked up. I gotta. Be I think moving. it is, dude. I think it is because I almost weigh two hundred pounds. Well, yeah. Then that's the most you've weighed in your life. Easily. Oh, okay. Then maybe you're putting on but weight now. Maybe your metabolism is finally slowing down. How do I fix the metabolism? Oh, keep it. You don't. Going? I mean, I wouldn't ask me how to do that. Like, I don't, I don't have the experience. But theoretically, you seem like educated on it. <clears throat> yeah, that's the problem. I sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Lance, you look great. What are you talking about? I just uh, need to, bro. I just need to stop. I went out to me. Halloween Town, and Forrest like took our pictures, and I was like turned to the side, bro. I was pregnant as shit. Um, I definitely got to do something about the weight. That's just kind of. I think it's when I started working from home, definitely. Because I went from, like, UPS, which was 10 hours a day, stepping in and out of a truck, up and off a truck, running mm-hmm. back and forth in the street and shit, all day, every day, to uh, it being my personal responsibility to do workouts around a work-from-home schedule, which provides the time, but not necessarily the built-in with your job working outness of it. So... I got to get my shit way back into shape. And that's really just stepping on uh stepping on the gas and getting things done. I got to do that. I feel it, man. Like What are you doing though? Right? You're you're balling, right? You were in basketball tournaments, you're in the softball league. Keep that shit up, man. I mean, I, I think they talk about doing daily exercise, but just little that's stuff like thing, that. That's my thing though, dude. Is I haven't nothing. done anything in like Oh, it's the end of the season for those things? Well, yeah, but as far as basketball, dude, there's nothing around here anymore. And there's no court. Softball league ended like four months ago, three months ago. So I haven't done anything in a while, and it feels weird. Easily the longest in my life I haven't done anything. I'm antsy, man. Yeah. I'm trying to do that. Um, figure out something to, to keep the physical activity going, especially in this time in the Pacific Northwest where it's getting dark hella early, it's dark in the morning, it's cold, it's raining, it's about to start snowing. Like, now is the time to be able to find ways to keep your physical activity up because it's about to get shitty. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> keep keep going on. Yeah, that's the show. Uh, Lee Jobs, thanks for uh, doing this first episode. I'm looking forward to uh, checking in every week with you and the Blazers and talking more about our teams and basketball and babies and everything. And our metabolism and our cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs>
where our kids are going to listen back to this like these guys were wildin'. But it's crazy that they're millionaires now. <laughs> yes. Hey, everybody. This is Lance and Luke. Uh, if you ever go into your refrigerator and you have a Pepsi and uh, water sitting right next to each other, <laughs> grab the fucking Pepsi. <laughs> have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Today's show, as always, sponsored by LevasaIslandApparel.com. For gear that represents the South Pacific Island languages and cultures accurately and responsibly. Put on for the culture. Catch the wave at LevasaIslandApparel.com.